Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank, and I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's your girl, Candice, and I will be your host today as usual. First and foremost, I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. I want to say thank you for pulling up on me for this episode. This is going to be a good one. Secondly, I'm going to apologize for probably how stuffy I sound. I am struggling with the allergies out here in Virginia on top of the fact that the weather is changing. If you struggle from allergies or if your allergies flare up when the weather is changing, then you understand where I am coming from. So I ask that you please have a little grace with me. I am taking care of myself. So you will be glad to hear that I am heavy with the Vicks. If you have a jar of Vicks in your cabinet, you are my people. I am heavy with the tea and drinking lots and lots of water so I can stay hydrated. Cold season is coming and I don't want no parts. I'm okay with a little bit of allergies, but I do not want to be sick. In fact, I can't afford to be sick. So I am taking really good care of myself and I hope that you guys are too, because when it comes to building wealth, you have to be able to show up as your best self every day. Whether you are a fitness junkie, whether you eat really well, whether you go to your local juice bar and get some ginger shots, whatever staying healthy looks like for you, I hope that you are doing that. So let's go ahead and jump in. That's enough of my... (laughs) rant over the weather in Virginia. But anyway, if you tuned into the last episode, then you know that we talked about why it is a necessity to make more money these days. The episode was actually titled, Budgets are cool, but making more money is better. (laughs) And that statement alone should let you know what we talked about. We got way deep into how multiple streams of income are no longer an option for us. They're a necessity. The episode before that, we talked about side hustles, what it looks like to select a meaningful side hustle, something that you are going to want to do consistently and effectively that's going to make you more money. So if you have been following along in this season, you will know that I love a good budget plan. I think that we all need to know how to create a budget because a budget tells us where our money is going. A budget is not meant to be restrictive. A budget is not meant to deprive you of experiences. It is just solely meant to let you know where your money is going. I know for a fact that many people have experienced this because I have. You get paid. You pay some bills, you might go out with some friends. And when you check your checking account, it's like, whoa, where the hell did all my money go? So you start looking through transactions and you're like, damn, I spent $300 at Target. Or you realize you spent $250 on groceries and haven't cooked a meal at home yet, right? We've all been there. 
We've all been there. All a budget does is tell you where your money is going, right? So while budgets are cool, we 1000% need to make more money. We talked about inflation. We talked about how things are more expensive. Therefore, we need to make more money. So if you've ever had a consultation with me, you'll know that we probably ended with how do you plan to increase your income? The bills are going to come every month. <laughs> the, you got to shop for groceries. Even if you're somebody who eats out all the time, we all buy groceries, whether that's toilet tissue, whether that's, you know, your favorite snack, whatever that looks like, we all buy groceries. And if you've been buying groceries, you'll, you'll realize or you'll notice, or I hope you are noticing how everything is more expensive. As an entrepreneur, you may have raised your prices, which means what? Other entrepreneurs may have raised their prices. So ladies, protective styles. For example, I get knotless braids pretty often, especially throughout the summer because I don't want to deal with my hair, right? Those prices are going up. So what does that mean for you and your budget? That means that now instead of having X amount of dollars left over after you get paid, you have way less than that because everything is more expensive. So we talked about budgeting and that being the cool thing to do, but the cooler thing to do is to make more money. So today we're going to talk about one of the books that I recommended in the Rich Girl Summer Reading List called Pay Yourself First. Why? Because let's say you've selected, you found out what that side hustle is. You found your meaningful side hustle. I love to do this, Candice. This is something that's going to make me a lot of money. It's going to take minimal effort and I can do it on the side and still bring in my corporate salary. This is what I want to do. Okay, great. So let's say you've selected that side hustle. You've picked what you're going to do. And let's say, because it's going to make money, let's say you start making more money. And you're starting to see the surplus. You're starting to see the fruits of your labor. It is fruitful for you now. Not only is it bringing in more money, it's bringing in more consistent money. You could actually put, make this part of your income monthly. So you got this side hustle. You're making more money. What do we do with the more, with the surplus? What do we do with the additional funds? Besides paying extra for all of our services and products, right? Besides paying the upcharge on whatever it is that we're buying, groceries, hair, haircuts, you know, pet grooming services, whatever it is that you are spending extra money on, get that taken care of. And now what do we do with the extra? I'm going to challenge you to think differently about the extra. I want you to understand what it means to pay yourself first. And why that is so important. Y'all know how transparent I am. Y'all know how raw I am and you know how honest I am. I have 1000% gotten a paycheck in the past. And by, let's say you get paid on a Friday. By Tuesday, I'm broke. I don't have any money for myself, literally. Now, don't get me wrong. I probably have gas in the car enough to get me through to the next payday. I probably even have some groceries in the fridge, but my checking account is low. <laughs> okay. It's low. And what I noticed and what I realized during that time in my financial journey is that I was not 
paying myself first. I had no money for me, only paid my bills. And don't get me wrong, I wasn't making a whole lot of money and I had a lot of bills. Understandable. But the gift that I was not utilizing was my negotiation skills. I was not calling my providers up and saying, hey, I can pay you $25 this month. As long as this doesn't impact my credit, I'll make this payment. And then I will let you know when I can pay more. The power of negotiating so that I can pay myself first. There were a, there was a stint. There was a couple years where I had no savings at all. If an emergency came up, I was 1000% calling my family, my mom or my brother. Hey, y'all, I'm in trouble. I need some help financially. This is how much I need. This is the bind that I'm in, right? You call with a story. You never call and say, Ma, let me get $300. You call and say, hey, Ma, listen, you know, two weeks ago, I had seen this at the store and I really needed this for, for work. And so I got that. And so, and you end up at, and I need $350 by tomorrow. And if you have people, if, if you have people that are anything like mine, right, they're going to give you a lecture. They're going to talk your head off about it, but they're going to look out for you, right? And it got to a point where I was sick of my own shit. I said, you know what? I cannot continue to lean. I am out here on my own. I'm living on my own. I have my own place. I have a car. I have a job. I can't continue to lean on my people like this. It's beautiful to have a support system that you can call and say, hey, I need this much money. But I did not want to depend on that anymore. And that's when I learned about paying yourself first. Shout out Virginia Union. Shout out Professor Murray. She's the first person to introduce me to this book. I wasn't making any money, so the concept didn't land for me when I first read it. So I pulled the book out the pile and I'm like, for whatever reason, you ever you ever sit somewhere and like look over at something and you're like, damn, I haven't touched that or or messed with that in a minute. That happens to me with books. I look down at, at my bookshelf and I'm like, hmm, haven't read that book in a while. For whatever reason, that book, those words jumped off the page for me. I said, pay yourself first. This is why I'm broke. I've never paid myself first. I've always paid everyone else first. And then I came to me and said, oh, maybe I could go to Target and get a little jacket or something. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not telling y'all to pay yourself first to go get jackets at Target, even though go get them. Right. Like who cares? But that's not the point. The point of paying yourself first and the way that you pay yourself first is so that you never find yourself broke, although you are making money. Sometimes we just, we're not making no money, right? It is what it is. I was out of a job for a little while and I was job hunting and I wasn't making any money. So there was no way to pay myself first. So I know those struggles and I get it. But if you're making money and you feel like you're making decent money, but you still find yourself a little low, right? After payday, you are not paying yourself first. And what I realized when I started to make money and I started a savings was that I was always doing the shuffle. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm moving the check into the savings and the savings to the checking and the check into the savings. Okay. It would be a broke night. My friends would want to go out. I would say, oh, I got $750 in my savings. I take 50 of that. But then we get to the bar and what happens? Oh, you know, I mean, it's somebody's birthday. Got to get a bottle now. Right. 
super overpriced, by the way. Don't let me get on my tangent about how alcohol is so overpriced. That's why that's where the term pregame came from. You get a bottle in the club, it's th- the $80 bottle is $300. I, t- listen, at my age and with what I know, no, ma'am, that's a once a year, maybe twice a year type of thing. No, ma'am, no way I'm going out like I used to go out in my 20s and pop bottles like I had money. So I get home and my checking account is untouched. That, you know, $75 is still there, but my savings account says $550. I went crazy in the club. I went crazy in the bar, right? We've all been there too. Don't front. We've all been there too. So now I am, I'm going to use a very old term, old school term. I'm pissing in the wind, right? I'm so-called, I'm sending all this money to this checking account. I mean, sorry, to this savings account. But it's not doing nothing for me because I'm turning around and just transferring it to my check. And whenever I feel like I, quote unquote, need it, air quotes, you got to see me right now. But I'm turning to that savings account whenever I feel like I need it. And it wasn't a necessity for me to go into that account. So I did that dance for a long time. I was sending $50 to my savings every check. And by the time I turned around after four, five, six months, it wasn't, it, 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 the math wasn't mathing. You feel me? <laughs> I didn't have it. Like I would set these goals. I'd say, okay, if I send $50 a check, every check for this long, I should have a thousand dollars by this date. And I would go back and I would see that that wasn't there. And I'd be pissed. I'd be disappointed. I would say, you know, how did this happen? I know exactly how it happened. I saw a pair of boots that I liked and I said, boop, transfer 150 from my savings to my checking, please. Thank you. Boop, done. Right a problem, a problem. And that's why I'm always going to preach that you should have savings accounts that you don't have access to. I don't care if you don't have access to them for six months or a year. When you see what it looks like when you pay yourself first and that checking account is growing and growing and growing, you become addicted to that. You see $1,000 in there. Now you want to see $5,000 in there. You see $5,000 in there. Now you want to see $10,000 in there. And let's be clear, when it comes to savings accounts, I already told y'all 10,000 don't go as long as it used to. So if five years ago, your goal was to have 10,000 untouched in your savings account, it should be 20,000 now, just because of the way things are going in the world with money and finances, right? So at the end of the day, paying yourself first is an investor mentality. You can no longer hold on to the mentality of, I'm just going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Jocelyn voice. (laughs) I don't need no one telling me anything about that. You have to think about the future, right? And when you think about the future, you think about retirement planning. You think about automatically routing savings from each check to contribute to future you, to your future self. A lot of companies offer 401k and that's amazing and a blessing because a lot of companies do not. However, it's very easy to to select an amount to go to your 401k and, and it goes before it's actually taken out of your check before you even see your check. That's easy. That's easy. The challenge is to have the money in your account where it is accessible to you and to still allow it to move to whatever savings or whatever goal or whatever 
you know, wherever you want it to go, that's the challenge. That's the discipline. That's the consistency. That's where all of that comes in. Right. So again, it's very easy to say, oh, that comes out of my check. I don't even see it. It goes straight to my 401k. That's beautiful. That's amazing. But when you can see the money, touch it and feel it. And you yourself say, I need to pay myself first and send this money here, X, Y, Z, wherever that is. Sometimes it's not saving. Sometimes you're trying to eliminate debt. I am in a position right now, personally, where I am trying to eliminate debt. So I was talking to my financial advisor the other day and he mentioned, you know, everyone gets, you know, most people get what, two or three extra. There's a month, there's two months out of the year where you get an extra paycheck. And he's like, you know, sometimes we're just going to send that paycheck straight to your retirement. And that even him saying that to me felt like, oh, like I had a feeling in my stomach, like, dang, like, what if I want to buy something? <laughs> and, and trust me, y'all, I'm the money mindset queen, but I still struggle in certain areas, right? Even him saying that to me, let me know that I was going to have to operate at a different level of discipline when I got these extra paychecks this year. Never in life have I thought, okay, I get an extra paycheck in October. I'm going to send that whole paycheck somewhere. Nope. I've always lived off of the, let me treat myself a little bit. Let me, let me go get, you know, just a couple things here at Ross, at TJ Maxx, at Target, not even, not even Saks, right? Not even Neiman Marcus, nothing crazy. Just let me go get myself a few things, right? This version of myself, this financial journey, where I'm at right now, is requiring a different version of me. It's requiring a version of me who's going to see that extra paycheck and send it somewhere, right? I'm not going to tell y'all where to send it. You can send it to savings. You could send it to a debt. You could send it to credit cards. You can send it wherever you want. You can send it to student loans. But this version of me and the goals that I have for the next five to 10 years are going to require me not just to pay myself first, but to aggressively pay myself first and to learn how to negotiate other things that happen in my life, groceries, you know, how much am I sending to savings right now? Do I need to bring that back a little bit, right? It is causing me to pay myself first, but to pay myself first differently and aggressively. So here's where we are in this journey. And you might not be here in your journey yet. You might still be figuring out your side hustle. You might still be figuring out, you know, your savings plan, your retirement plan, whatever that looks like. You might still be looking, you might still be in that space personally, right? I am in a space where I am very much needing to be more aggressive in paying myself first. And I had to share this with you guys because not enough people are paying themselves first. Too many people are call are setting up payments with their with their providers and with the people with their bills and not sending any money to their future self. Think about it like this. Picture yourself 10 years from now, right? You a bad somebody, you making money, you are at peace, you have love in your life, you have a great support system, your career or your business is thriving, right? But guess what? That is all only gonna happen based on the decisions you make today, period. 
And that's why financial journeys are so hard and you have to have grace with yourself because the whole thing about it is you are working today for 10 for you 10 years from now. Y'all know I'm huge on treating yourself. I'm not telling you not to treat yourself. And sometimes when I say pay yourself first, I do mean take yourself for a spa day. That, that does mean a self-care day. Manny, petty, massage, facial, lunch. Sometimes paying yourself first means doing something for yourself. It means self-care at the end of the day. Sometimes you need that way more than you need to send an extra $100 to your savings. And I'm so serious right now. A lot of people are like, oh my God, I can't believe she's telling me to spend money on myself. Yes, 1000%. I absolutely am telling you to spend money on yourself sometimes. And what we're working to, what we're working towards is where you don't have to choose, right? If you learn to pay yourself first today, you will not have to choose between the spa day and the light bill. You won't have to choose between the boots and the credit card, but the credit card debt, you're going to be able to do it all. But it's about the habits that we formulate now, today, right now. So sometimes that does mean calling up a provider and saying, hey, when's the latest I can make this payment? And what's the minimal amount I can make? That doesn't mean you're going to do that every month. That means that this month, you personally, your heart, your soul, your body, your mind needed that money a little more than those bills. Y'all are slick talkers everywhere else except with the bill collectors, period. I'm going to do an episode on negotiating um, bills because you got to know, like, if you call them and you say, hey, look, I need some sort of grace period. I need some sort of, you know, just... I just need some help, right? I need to figure out a better plan that's going to work for me and my situation. Nine out of 10 times, they're going to work. They're going to work with you. Don't get me wrong. You're going to come across some people that are like, ma'am, you ain't paid us in nine months. We ain't got no plan for you. That's cool. But then we got a different issue. Why you ain't paid them for nine months, right? So now we got a whole different issue. But you, most of the time, you're going to call people up and they're going to say, sure, here's a date. Here's the amount you can pay. Because we shouldn't stay broke after we pay our bills, period. We should 1000% have some money. You never know what's going to come up. And the worst thing that you can do for your savings is use it in case of an emergency because you don't have it in your checking account. If you leave yourself with a couple dollars, I promise you that flat tire ain't going to feel so stressful if you have a couple dollars in your account, as a as a grown up, right, as an adult, you should always have a couple dollars in your account, a couple dollars in your pocket. I mean, my mom used to always say that, right? Whenever I went out with friends, she would be like, here's $20 just so you have some money in your pocket. Even if you, even if your friend's mom said, I got everything, she don't need nothing. Your mom was still going to stuff $20 in your pocket, in your front pocket. <laughs> these days, these kids probably just get cash apped or whatever. I don't know, but I'm, I'm old school. I'm an 80s baby. My mom used to shove in my front pocket before I went to the skate key on Friday nights, even though my friend's mom said, I got her. Don't worry about nothing, Annie. Don't don't send her with no money. My mom always said, if you need it, use it. (laughs) Okay. That rule still applies. We shouldn't just be chilling on a Saturday broke. 
right? If we don't have to be, sometimes, listen, you got to go through the struggle. <laughs> it is what it is. But if you, if you shouldn't be broke and all of us know, there's always a moment where, you know, like I shouldn't be this broke right now. I make, I make okay money, right? That realization is when you really sick of your own shit. When you're like, damn, I, I make okay money. Like why, why am I broke right now? So all money management, it's all about paying yourself first. You are the most important entity. If you were not here, no one's getting paid. (laughs) Hello. Okay. So I need y'all to understand the importance of getting into the rhythm of paying yourself first. So let's talk about that savings account that you have access to that you can just transfer money back and forth from. Cut the shit. Go open a savings account that you cannot access for six months to a year. I promise you. When you see that account flourishing, an addiction will become, your addiction will become growing that savings account. While you're at it, I've already told y'all this, get a high yield savings account. Saving money is cool, but if it's not growing, it doesn't matter. You could have a lot of money, but it could be even more. Okay. And then we get into investing because we talked about you in 10 years, right? We talked about you being a boss. We talked about you being financially free. We talked about all of that. But if you are not getting on the investing wave, if you are not talking to someone about what it looks like to invest your money and make it grow, then that is going to be the next step for you. The next step for you after you get a nice chunk of extra change coming in, couple extra multiple, couple extra streams of income coming in. After you learn how to pay yourself first, after you learn how to save effectively and not continue to check in the savings and check in the savings, now it's time to invest. Now, this doesn't mean, oh, this extra $500 I make a month, blow it. Some months, yeah, maybe. (laughs) Some months, yeah, maybe. Some months, maybe you're on vacation and you popping bottles on a beach. Do it, sis. That's rich girl behavior. You already know the vibes. But and you ain't coming home broke. That's broke girl behavior. <laughs> coming home broke. Rich girl behavior is being able to blow a bag on vacation and coming back and having your money all look the same because you planned for this, because you budgeted for this. Worst thing is these pop-up night outs, right? These pop-up nights out. People be like, oh, oh, we going out. You trying to roll? You know you about to spend a bag, right? But sometimes you roll anyway. And sometimes the grown up in you got to say, I'm going to sit this one out. I'm trying to buy a house this year. I'm trying to buy a Benz this year. I'm trying to start investing this year. We also going to get into Christmas in this season because, honey, some of y'all be getting people presents who y'all don't need to get who y'all don't need to get presents for. But that's another episode for another day. So money mindset, queens and kings. (laughs) Know this. Paying yourself first is an art that you must master and you must master this art so that you can continuously invest in your future. Do not let yourself be the last priority when that paycheck comes through. Make yourself the first priority and I promise you, you will elevate your financial journey in ways you couldn't even imagine. I want to thank you guys for joining me today. I hope that you got something out of this. If you have not read the book called Pay Yourself First, please do. 
It's a very quick, easy read. You can probably get it on audio and listen to it while you're working out or something. But it's a great read and it's something that's still that is still very relevant today. We should 1000% always pay ourselves first. Again, Money Mindset Queens and Kings. I appreciate you guys for tuning in with me. Please check out the show notes if you want to get in touch with me. My information is right there in the notes. I love and very much look forward to connecting with you all. And I hope that you guys have a great and safe day. Toodles. You hear that? It sounds like money flowing into your bank account. Thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the Money Mindset Queen podcast. You made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance. Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.